0: Hello, Namaste and welcome to the show. I hope you can hear me. Uh, And I don't mean that just the fact that you could hear my audio, but I hope you can hear the message that I bring to you, bring to you uh, to your living rooms or your wherever you are. You may be in a coffee bar or you may be somewhere else. in your office but I hope that you can hear me uh, because the message we give is meant to be loud and clear to give you actionable tips but uh, first of all welcome to Winning Karma I'm your host Kamlesh Darji also affectionately known as Cash and there's a story behind that Um, it was given uh, the name was given to me uh, by a senior monk in the organization that I uh, have been a part of for so many years in fact from birth and it's a name that I've kept, otherwise I don't mind being called Gumnish. But sometimes there are always little stories and anecdotes with things like uh, names that we, we get. And uh, I thought I'd share that today, so they call me Cash, Um and, I'm, and I have no problem being called that because of that simple nature, a uh, simple act of, uh, of being recognised by a senior monk. And uh, I find I'm very fortunate to have been addressed as such. I'd like to say thank you a big thank you to you all who spend the time to tune in to listen to our show and I really am humbled we are humbled by the simple fact that the the feedback we get the the wonderful comments and notes we get about the show and, and in particular when somebody is actually compelled to act and do things that we talk about That's absolutely heartening and I love that, that's that's emotionally stirring for me uh, because I've been, I'm all about human performance, I like to see optimization. I like to see people optimising their lives and it's something I've been doing for two decades. Researching, observing and acting and executing. So the topic today I'd like to talk about is results-based coaching. Now first of all, all of these terms, people call me a coach, Uh, And all of these terms There's different names uh, A transformational coach Uh, I I like to think of myself as an uh, educator uh, Who takes information uh, Disseminates it uh, And gives it to the listeners You And you take that information It's actionable And you take action However, there are all these These normal, if you like um, Formal, informal Uh, titles that are given and i'm not about titles but so we 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 wear that crown because that's what's what's the what's the norm what the norm is and and so we wear that crown Uh, and i don't even like to call it crown but i guess you can call it some kind of designation at the end of the day to me the title doesn't matter as long as the work is getting done Um, and that's the most important thing for me Uh, so a transformational coach results based coach is what i've what i'm called and um so let me explain to you some, something about what I talk about and it sets me apart, not in the sense of a, trying to be a narcissistic uh, person, in, but it's the practice that I follow. It's called results-based coaching. It's, it's basically what that means is that the predictability of getting results is far more higher than your usual coaching programs. The predictability of you being successful is far more higher with results-based coaching than other programs. And I'm not trying to say, uh, I'm talking about saying other programs cannot give you or help you to get to where you need to go. I'm talking about similar things that people do sometimes. What happens is that we go in with a mindset of wanting to change, but then after everything is said and done, we never evolve we, we, we just go back to the well so many times that we come up short results based coaching is all about transformation and that transformation starts from you transformation starts from the individual the core their vision their values being aligned with their purpose and if we understand that then we can have the right outcomes but this is not pie in the sky this is what i call fly in the sky in fact soaring in the sky because if you follow the tips and the treasure trove of things that we give you because it's not just stuff that i've just derived i've come up with it's stuff that's been researched i i talk about neuroscience i talk about the science that backs backs what we talk about and that is why i this is called results based coaching it's a, there are the, there are practitioners who follow this it 's results based coaching and it will help you to get exponential results that you never thought possible if you follow the steps if you 're open minded enough if you embrace all the ideas and concepts and do the work because it 's important to go out there and understand if you don 't have the deep work mentality if you don't if you 're not willing to go in and and, and work towards inner transformation and do the deep work and do the te- and follow the techniques and the steps and the works that's given to you, then you will never transform. But if you do, the inner transformation will be magnificent. It'll be something of a masterpiece. So you come with a blank canvas and you end up with a masterpiece. So the results-based coach is different. And again, I call it education, uh, but we have to come up with some kind of a title. So I call myself a uh, transformation uh, coach educator. Uh, And and people have also called me a motivational speaker. But again, I'm okay with that. But I do know that if I talk to an audience, uh, we can hit the right notes to get people to spur and stir into action. But at the same time, inspiration comes before motivation. And I think that's often forgotten. And and it's something that I can speak about. Inspiration, if you're not inspired, you won't be motivated. Motivation comes from the word motivus, which means to move. Inspiration is a deeper thing. Comes from the word "inspirus," and it's a much more profound. It's a much more poetic. It has a much more deeper uh, resonance within the soul, and it's important. So that's where the wellspring of inspiration comes from. And and note note that it's important because I believe that the we have to remember it in this way: inspiration before motivation, I before M, as I call it. So. The technique is results-based. If you do the work, you change your mindset, you change the way you look at the world, you change the lens with which you use to look, whichever lens you use to look at the world. If you can embrace the ideas amongst uncertainty, you will change. And this is lasting change. This is not the kind of change that just happens when you watch a seminar. This is not the kind of change that happens when you when you read a book. This is not the kind of change that when you hear or watch a DVD or or, or stream something. This is a different kind of change. This is this requires work. It, it requires inner work. It requires us to go back to the emotional baggage that we have. It re- requires us to go back to the to understanding what emotional contagion is. It goes it requires us to make certain sacrifices and spend more time with positive things than negative things. To surround ourselves with people who uplift us and not people who who look at us in a negative way or push us down. So it requires work, but if the work is something that is done, if you have the ethics, if you have the ability, if you have, it's not necessarily the ability, but if you have the ability to, to execute, or we can even get to a stage, if you don't have the ability to execute, this work can help you become more efficient. It can be help you to become more effective, and not just in in work, not in your businesses, but in life. And this work will transform you. This is the work that is taken. It's an encapsulation of lots of different practices, lots of different works, Eastern philosophy of which I am a proponent, an exponent, whatever you want to say, and Western philosophy as needed. But the techniques, the tips that we give, the strategies, they're all universal. And that's the most important thing. People forget the universality of humanity. And that's what is important to build those bridges and keep those bridges with each other so we can cross each other's path. So that's what the difference is. So results-based coaching is based on a lot of inner work, inner space working. And it requires a transformation. And it's almost like taking a piece of coal and making it into a diamond. And that only happens under, the coal only turns into diamond under pressure. So there is a certain amount of that as well. certain amount of pressure is needed, certain amount of dedication, actually what I call divine dedication. You must be passionately committed, divinely dedicated to the cause of what you're trying to do, and that will help you to move forward. But if you don't do the work, if we don't put the effort, if we don't put the hours in, as the coach may give you some tasks to be done by a certain deadline, if we don't do that, then we don't progress. It's almost like having a boulder in front of you and you just stand there and it's obstructing our path. It's obstructing us from getting to the other side. we stand there, we don't take action, nothing will happen. But if we have the opportunity and the ability to at least try and push that boulder aside, our chances are greatly increased. And that's what I'm trying to say with transformational coaching can work. It has been proven. I've talked to people who I never even knew. They were listening to the podcasts. They were watching, reading the, the materials. They were watching the blogs and they turned around and said, you transform my life. And I'm humbled by that because it's not necessarily a uh, doubt to me. What I, I, I consider myself an educator. I'm disseminating uh, information that I've read about actionable ideas some neuroscience techniques that work and help people uh, to get through stress to get through all those mental all those blocks that that stop us from, like the boulder that stop us from getting to the other side so I mean that is for me it's just humbling I, I live to serve and I, and I and I love to serve but there is a value attached to that because in order for me to serve I have to attach a value to that Many people may ask a question. um, Why do you attach a certain value to that? Well, you need to, because nothing without a value is ever seen as serious. And so that's important to me, very important to me. I need to make sure that people understand that the work has to be done, but there has to be a value attached to it, just like in anything. We don't value things if they're given to us for free, Uh, so it's important. And so transformational coaching is very dynamic. It's a dynamic practice. It's uh, experiential and it's almost intuitive. Once the answers are given by the person who is immersed in this to the coach, the educator, again, you know, whatever you want to call them, uh, the work and it's expressed in, a right, in the right way, the coach or the educator can help. He or she can help you to get to that level where you need to be. You change yourself, the lasting change happens, lasting impact because of the way the material is composed, because of the fact that there, is, there are very few programs that will actually have lasting change, will guarantee lasting change. And the evolution of thought which is also enshrined in these, this practice helps to transform. The psychology that is needed is enshrined in this practice. So, so many good things can come out of this if we're willing to do the work. And that's very important. It's a philosophy, it's, a, it's more of a philosophy. Winning karma is more of a philosophy, but it's more of a movement too, as you'll see over the next few months. Winning karma is not just about coaching or educating, uh, that is the primary cause. But when you Camera is a movement that we are creating uh, to help educate and empower people with the right materials, the right tools needed to succeed. Now I know there's a lot of jaded people, there's cynicism and even criticism. And people criticize, understand one thing. Sometimes the critic is the person who never actually took the steps that were needed so in order for them to make sure that other people almost don't get to where they need to get to, because they didn't, and that's, I know it's very sad, but that can happen, so they criticize. And that can happen from any walk of life, it can happen from any domain, right? But this could really happen from your house. It could happen within the family, it could happen within your peer groups. Somebody who's pushing you down, it's important. Really important for us to, to uh, succeed transformational coaching again education whatever title you want to give whatever descriptive titles and wonderful colorful names you want to come up with is not that important what's important is you what's important is the individual does the work the individual puts in that inner work and it requires discipline but it's divine dedication and discipline as I call it that is needed and I say divine dedication because it's like almost having a religious cause for which I'm very uh, blessed to be a part of this. You get to volunteer in a way where you forget about all your differences, where you forget about your emotional baggage, how you are feeling. You throw yourself 100% or 110% into the task ahead of you, the task that's been given to you, the activity that's been given to you with the knowledge that you'll perform divine dedication and discipline is needed that again can be cultivated it's not our fault it's the environments we found ourselves in it's the teachings that have been given to us it's those words that are thrown into our ears it's the negative energy given by the energy vampires that we talk about that suck the energy out of us and it sort of brings us to where we are but every human being has potential every person can evolve they can also devolve so from evolution there can be devolution so what I'm trying to say here is if you put the work in if we are willing to do that if we're willing to embrace change because the, one of the first things if I look at the Satire model is of demand change there is resistance to change and that's always going to happen so once we realize then that's embraced in our heads that there will be resistance to change we have to fight that. Once we fight that, that's one one small battle that we've won. And we have to consistently have a continuum of battles that we win in order for us to get to the other side. Well, I hope you have a great day or night or whenever you're listening to this. Uh, I really truly am very blessed to be able to bring this information to you. We'll talk more about the system, but there is an ebook. If you follow us on LinkedIn, uh, follow Kamlesh Siddharji, that's my name, and you send me a message, or you send me a, a connection request, I'll accept. I'd be happy to do that.
1: And there is an e-book
0: that I'm working on, which is almost almost complete, and it will be done in the next few days, Finishing Touches. It's a free book, it's about 40 pages. Yes, it's not a five, 10 page book. It's about 40 pages of, of it's an overview. It's it's relatable and relevant information to give you the best 365 days this year. And there are limitations, of course, I'm very honest about that. There are some limitations from that information, but it should spur and stir you enough to understand how much importance you bring to the world. Your gifts matter to the world. The tapestry of this world is made up of different individual thoughts and ideas. And it's beautiful, it's colourful but so again if you really want that just leave me a message and we'll get that to you once it's done thank you so much and remember transformational evolution coaching is different it's a different practice it requires divine dedication and discipline but the world is yours for the taking thank you so much and keep on winning Hello, Namaste, and welcome to Winning Karma. or Winning Karam! It's actually Karam, but we say Karma because the A is for Action. In fact, the traditional pronunciation is Karam. So I just want to clarify that. I hope you're doing well. I hope this finds you well um, with you and your loved ones. Certainly, we've been living through disruption for the last year. Since last year, I'd say around March. And so i really want to say thank you uh, and express my gratitude to those of you who have supported us over the years and continue to do so lots of people uh, that really inspire me inspire us to stir us and spur us to continue with what we're doing because if you really want to know what makes me tick and what makes me I said what stirs me and spurs me it's seeing people taking action from the ideas and concepts and strategies that are given on this show that to me is an amazing thing and it also says and addresses the idea that you as a listener are very committed to change and moving forward on the path of excellence so it's been a year and I have a memory about a year ago I was but when the pandemic hit and it was about a year ago so I felt that today I should do a reflection podcast. I remember doing a podcast about a year ago when I was uh, at home and working from home doing various things. I remember walking and, and reflecting and talking about a podcast. I know That within a year many of us have experienced disruption, distraction, lives have been lost um, but also lives have been gained by people who have taken different steps in different directions and realize that they're missing out on the world, they're missing out on other things other than just chasing after money and chasing after things that perhaps don't matter and realizing that here's here's what we need to do is get out of the chase and actually focus on our family our faith our relationships give more impetus spend more time give more emphasis to these areas that we're lacking in and as I record this a year later we have a vaccine we have Definitely the the pandemic hasn't gone anywhere, so don't be deluded by the idea that just because we have a vaccine that the pandemic is over. It's not. It's being controlled. And that's great news. Because we have some of the most brilliant minds, the most brilliant visionaries, the most brilliant human beings who have worked really hard, diligently to create a vaccine, to create a solution, and protocols that can help and alleviate and also eventually eradicate the harmful effects of of COVID. And I really want to say this with love and respect for everybody and honor. Where we are today is much better than we were a year ago. However, I understand there's been a fallout. I know there's been lots of deaths. But we are moving forward and it's a good thing for us to focus on that put our attention density on the things that matter and that's what we've realized in a year that our attention density needs to be diverted to things that really matter our faith our friendships our family and our fate comes through that because we've understood that and I think we have to be able to continue with that we have to be able to continue with that lifestyle as things get better we must understand and address and embrace that uncertainty can arise at any time this was one of the most uncertain periods that i've lived in throughout my years on this earth and it's definitely it was definitely challenging it was definitely humbling at times it was definitely also an opportunity moment a moment where you can learn you could identify your, your your strengths. You could identify your talents. You could uh, under, we had an under, understand. We could understand where we needed to work in our self growth. How far we were on a self growth. Were we really as strong as we thought? Did we need to bulletproof our mindsets? And a lot of good things have come out of this for sure. A lot of good things when you talk about self growth. When you talk about personal development. When you talk about these things that help us and spur us and make us better human beings, that make us more morally upright, more ethical, that make us able, more spiritual and able to move forward and allow us to develop further. I know many things have happened throughout this time. A lot of people have developed new talents and realized they had talents they never had before. And it's what really stirs and spurs the human spirit. It's times like this, adverse times, where we really... Have to rise. We rise above all the chaos and the noise, and the disturbances and the distraction and the deviation, because our mind will be deviated towards the negative, because negativity is what our mind is is, is te- it always tends to, and that's why we've got to be very on point. That's why we've got to understand when a negative thought comes that we need to replace that with two positive thoughts. That's the ratio, the two one ratio. So it's definitely been a time of great introspection. It's been a great time. It's been a time of not just introspection, but also understanding what it is we want from life, understanding where we want to be, understanding the strengths we need to work on, understanding the weaknesses. When I say strengths, we need to work on strengthening the strengths, understanding the weaknesses that we have, understanding how we can get through, how we can overcome those weaknesses as well. And it's a it's definitely been humbling for many people it's been very humbling it's been a learning curve it's been an educational moment it's been a teaching moment it's been a moment when we realize how much we really need each other how much we need to encourage each other how much we need to help each other how much we need to support one another as citizens and it's definitely been a moment or a year of great reflection. I know many people have decided that life is too short, and it is. It's very, very short. Seeing people leaving this earth, people who have suffered from Covid, people who have just... Helping people who felt defeated. I know lots of people that I speak to have risen to the challenge and they realize. realized that they need to do the things they need to do now, not wait till tomorrow. Because it may seem messy to do things sometimes, but as long as we start, the art of the start, as Guy Kawasaki calls it, and we realize that these small steps we take lead to big, amazing things. As we take the inner voyage, and I have a saying, inner voyages lead to beautiful destinations. We take the journey within to understand what is outside of our domain, what is what we can do, what we can do to be better, to, to think better, and to make other people feel better as well. So those are the thoughts that I just want to do. It's a reflection. It's, it's not a real structure to these thoughts, but these are these are reflections. I also introspect a lot more now than I used to uh pre-pandemic although i've always introspected and i've always reviewed and revi- revised where i needed to be or what i needed to re- revise within myself and <clears throat> how i can be better a better person how i can help other people to excel and how they can be how we can help them to be educated in all the different ways and tools, the tips and tools that we have and the techniques and strategies so please Rest assured that you are capable of more than you think you are. We are always more capable than we think you are. Sometimes we just need somebody to tell us. And that's why we need, we all need to serve. And Muhammad Ali said it beautifully when he said that our, the red we play, and I'm paraphrasing, helping to serve others is the red, we pay for being on earth surprise it's it's not a price but it's the rent we pay for being on earth serve others serve others so we can help them to be better educated we can help them to excel as well so essential and very important right now to reach out to others to ask people to see how they're doing see where they are how can you help how may I serve you there's a question that's very powerful, how may I serve you? Ask that question to somebody, and you'll see that you'll be able to help them in so many different ways. And one thing that I've never gone against or, or moved away from is the idea of service. It's ingrained in me, and I'm not saying this that I'm, I'm some kind of a great servant or anything like that, but I do tend towards servant leadership. It's because of I've embraced what I've learned from my community and my culture, and the people that have embraced me and my my circle and the people that, that I really talk to and the people that I confide in, the people that inspire me, the people that make me and spur me, the people that help me to go forward, the people that propel me. So propel and prosper. I'm gonna continue giving you all the strategies, the tools, the tips and the techniques that we have. I've been doing this for over two, it's about two decades, over two decades, since the 90s. And I've been helping people to be better, to learn skills, to be lasting transformation. And the reason is because I don't have all the answers. And that's, that's, that's a misunderstanding. I don't have all the answers. I have the questions that you can answer because the answers are within you. I have questions which can powerfully help to dramatically change, because these are questions that are based on research. These are questions which are battle-tested and they've been tried and tested, and I've seen the results that people have gained from this, and I'm very happy to see that. So with that, three words I always end up, end the show with, and I believe in, Believe in you? Do you believe in yourself? I hope so. And if you don't, keep listening. We're still going to be here as long as we can. And all I want to say is keep on winning.